Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily over at AmericaOutloud.com. So Rob and I have been talking about, we're not going to stop talking about the Twitter files and the censorship that they have been doing for these past several years. And Elon Musk and Barry Weiss and Matt Talibi and a group of journalists are now exposing on social media. It seems to be the big story that's going on week after week. Elon Musk says that they will eventually release a separate Twitter files for uh, the medical censorship that happened over the past few years where he's going to talk about um, what Twitter was doing. He's going to release the information, what Twitter was doing uh, during COVID to shut down some of these doctors, the links that they went to. So I think there's going to be a huge smoking gun there when that gets released. But what we saw this past week, the information coming out around President Trump's ban, finding out that uh, politicians were reaching out to um, Elon Musk, including uh, Michelle Obama, uh, not Elon Musk, Jack Dorsey, when he owned Twitter, including Michelle Obama reached out to get President Trump taken off of Twitter. She said he is dangerous. And of course, uh, Jack Dorsey and Yol Roth, the former head of safety in Twitter, obliged and took President Trump's account down. And a lot of this has been coming out about this Yoel Roth, uh, some questionable tweets he's had about um, children. Elon Musk comes out and says that they put a team on it. They've gotten rid of all of the child exploitation on Twitter. And Jack Dorsey did not even have a unit set up to monitor this. Jack came out and denied it. Um, and Elon brought the receipts, basically calling Jack out on his lie, which leads you to believe if Jack Dorsey is going to lie about that, that they had a team looking for child porn when apparently they did not. Uh, what else has he been lying about? He's also the same guy that's trying to say and come out and say, oh, release all the emails. I can't because they took this email away from me. Well, that just shows me that he's probably was careful an email but as we know all business is not done under email so it's possible but that jack's done a better job covering up his tracks but rob we're going to keep talking about the twitter files what was your thoughts on the latest well i want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight and you're right we're going to keep talking about it we're going to keep it up at the the centerpiece because this is worse than Watergate. I don't care what Carl Bernstein is saying and his partner, this is worse than Watergate. They always said that the Trump colluding with Russia was worse. Well, Trump didn't collude with Russia, so it wasn't worse than Watergate because that never happened, a collusion with Russia. But what did happen was the CIA and the FBI, the DNC, and the liberal media, Barack and Michelle Obama, colluded with big tech to silence the voices of conservatives. And I'm glad you mentioned Michelle Obama because I had forgotten about that little nugget. Well, some would say, no, that's impossible. No, think back to the Jesse Summerlett situation in Chicago. Liberal Chicago, Jesse Summerlett, a black man, a gay black man. You got to put that in there because of identity politics. And I'm going to tie this all in together. I'm just going to show you, I'm just showing you guys how this is just six degrees of separation, how all these things connect. Jesse Summerlett claimed that during the wee cold hours of Chicago, he was accosted. Well, no, he wasn't accosted. He was attacked by men wearing Trump paraphernalia 
MAGA, Make America Great Again. He was attacked by MAGA men. And of course, when you say MAGA men, people automatically assume that they were white. But he was attacked in liberal Chicago, the side of town that is very liberal, very gay. But some MAGA people happened to wander out in the cold-ass winter of Chicago and, of <laughs> all people, found Jesse and attacked him. And they While said... And they said it's MAGA country as they were They attacking. said it was MAGA country, right? It's, this is MAGA country. While he was on his way to get something, I guess, from Subway. So they beat him up and they pumped him. And he got a couple swings in. You know, he's got to show that, hey, I'm macho. He got a couple swings in. And then they put a noose around his neck and they said, well, this is MAGA country. And he went back home and he was crying out tears. And everyone was feeling sorry for him. He went on Good Morning America and Robin Roberts, who happens to also be gay, she was talking to him and saying, why do you think this happened? And he said, it was because of Donald Trump, because I come down hard on 45, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And everyone on Twitter, they were like, oh, Jesse, oh. Meanwhile, I was on Twitter. Was I on Twitter then? I'd have to kick me off. I don't know. But I was on some, on. Okay, I was on saying that this guy's a big lie. Yeah, I remember. I said, this is a lie. If this happened, it's bad. But this is a lie. I knew it immediately. Okay, I knew it was a lie. Again, he was in liberal Chicago, the wee hours, the very cold uh, wee hours of the morning. Trump supporters aren't going to be out because they got work to do. <laughs> they got to be in bed. They got to go to work the next day. Okay. And again, this is Chicago. And folks, when you think about it, I'm going to go back to my Michelle and connect this all together. When you think about it, whenever they had, they said that they are these attacks, it's always in these liberal blue towns. And then when you start to research it and you see what actually happened, you find out that the person who makes the accusations was lying. Go do your research. All of the attacks that they say took place under Trump against liberal people, it was a big lie. It was a farce. They lied about it. So Jesse, going back to Jesse. So all this stuff, and he's out, people feeling sorry for him. They're playing the violin, and like, oh, man, you know, he was going to get a talk show because he's a good-looking gay black man, and he's, oh, they just hate him. And then it started to crack. They started looking at the story saying, this doesn't make any sense. But they were demanded, you put all the resources on this to find out who did this. Slowly but surely, the truth started to come out. And wouldn't you know it? Enter Michelle Obama. She had one of her people to get in contact with Kim Fox and say, make this story go away. Make it go away. Put the kibosh on it. This is Michelle interfering with legal proceedings and saying, make it go away. We like him. Okay. And then it started to fade away. But then there was one prosecutor whom they had gotten off the case, came back on the case because the judge said, wait, there's something fishy here. He brought charges against this man for lying, who was trying to start a race riot, brought charges against him, and they took it to court. They had the trial. He was found guilty, and rightfully so, guilty, because everyone saw through the rules. They saw that he was a liar. So they carted him off, handcuffed, got ready to put him in jail. Behind the scenes again, some liberal activist. Oh, and I got to throw in also that before this all, before they found him guilty, you had Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, uh, Biden, Michelle Obama, President Obama, all saying, oh, this is horrible. This was a uh, a race crime and, you know, homophobic crime and this shouldn't be, yada, yada, yada. But then the truth came out and then these people were silent and the media didn't even bother to go to them and say, hey, how do you feel about that? Because he lied. We now know that he lied. Never put the mic in front of him. I never said, do you recant what you said? Never once. They weren't held accountable. They just moved on. He was on Twitter, and they were attacking people. He just moved on. Then they had the trial. He was found guilty, carted him off, put him in jail. And then he's yelling out, if I commit, if someone kills me, I didn't commit suicide. Like, oh, more theatrics. 
And see, he did all this because he wanted more money on the then popular show Empire. He felt that he was the star of the show, so he wanted more money. So what better way to get more money than to say that Trump people are trying to attack me. They want me off the TV, so give me more airtime. Give me more money. But it was all a ruse. They got to the bottom of it. They found out it was a ruse. He was found guilty. They carted him off as they were taking him to jail. He said, I didn't kill myself. I'm not suicidal. He was suicidal. And then, lo and behold, they let him out because he wanted to appeal. And according to the liberal judge, well, let's let him out. Because by the time it takes him to appeal, he would have already served the time. We haven't heard anything else about this case. It's just stopped. So I guess Michelle's phone call by one of her former assistants to Kim Fox actually worked. Because the case has been buried. We don't see anything about it now. Now, of course, if I were on Twitter, I would be talking about it. The same way I'm talking about it now on this platform. And what of Kim Fox? Well, guys, if you remember, she and her husband had a little clash she attacked her husband because she thought he was cheating on her the story was out there for a week and then it went away it just went away mysteriously just went away but then donald trump's home is invaded unlawfully and they talk about it non-stop can't get enough of it oh he's bad 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 Oh, he stole. Oh, he did this. Oh, and then the different degrees, the way they changed that story. Oh, he stole it. Oh, he didn't take it. Oh, he did this. He did that. And who was giving them all this information? This was supposed to have happened clandestine, you know, secretly. And, and why was he even, why was his home even raided or invaded? Like Roger Stone, Bannon, Rudy Giuliani, Peter Navarro, all brought forth and embarrassed. There was another Trump lawyer. They invaded his home, pulled him out from his home in his underwear, and they talked about it because they thought it was funny. Meanwhile, fast forward the Twitter files. Yo Roth's home hasn't been invaded. Vajaya Gadad, her home hasn't been invaded. Haral Garal, his home hasn't been invaded. Neither has Jack Dorsey. And according to the Twitter leak, the Twitter emails, Twitter emails rather, we know that there was nefarious behavior taking place. No one said anything about it. Nothing at all. Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, their homes, Martha's Vineyard, Hawaii, D.C., because they have all these big mansions. Meanwhile, they're telling you, you don't need a big mansion because of global warming. Nothing has happened. The Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, he's busy trying to score, settle his vendetta against Republicans because he's not on the Supreme Court. And as I've always said, he should be mad at Joe Biden. Or maybe he should be mad at his parents because he wasn't born a black gay woman or a black gay man who thinks he's a woman. Because had he had that been the qualification, he would have definitely been on the Supreme Court under the Biden administration. But he hasn't filled out any warrants to invade, to go and raid any of these people that I've mentioned, their homes. Christopher Ray, he's tight-lipped, turning his lip up as if though he doesn't know what's happening. Meanwhile, the CIA and the FBI, the DNC, and the media, they're running amok, destroying the country, silencing free speech. When they shut down the country for COVID, Trump did it begrudgingly. He didn't want to do it, but he, people kept, oh, you got to do it, you got to do it, you got to do it. And he knew that if I do this, it's going to be hard to open it up. If I do this, the changes are going to take place. And you had all these Americans, oh, yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it, because I don't want to go to work. Do it, do it, do it. And once it happened, 
He said, okay, it's time to open up. Oh, no. Oh, no. We can't open up now. And then they had all these peddlers coming out saying, oh, we got to keep it shut down because people are going to die. And then the town square, or the town uh, hall, square rather, Twitter, that was like the masterpiece of disinformation, of people putting information out there. Disinformation on the side of the left, because the right was putting out right information. But behind the doors, they were being shadow banned by Yoel Roth, Bajaja Gad, and although Jack Dorsey lied, as we said the night before, he lied and said, oh, no, we didn't, uh, we didn't, uh, you know, silence conservatives. We didn't shadow ban them. Yes, they did. And I think he knew it. And if he didn't know it, when he was brought before the Hill and they asked him the question the first time, he should have gone back to his headquarters and called in all of his direct reports and say, are we shadow banning conservatives? Yes or no? Maybe he did do it. Or maybe he didn't because he was afraid of the answer. And he wanted to keep himself distanced from this so that when the truth came out, he could say, I knew nothing about it. Maybe that's the reason why he stepped down because he knew the truth was going to eventually come out. I don't see Congress being interested in calling him back to the Hill. And when I say Congress, meaning the current Congress under the Democrats rule. But they're busy themselves saying, oh, we're going to submit recommendations for the Department of Justice to indict, to bring forth charges. I wouldn't at all be surprised if, if on that list is Donald Trump's name or Rudy Giuliani. We, we're going to put on that list because we got to get to the bottom of this. You didn't even do an investigation. And the hearings that you gave was a scam. The media gave you a cover to do it as opposed to calling it out and saying, this really makes no sense. Because if you really want to have a fair hearing, you would go in and you would get someone from the right to have on here. Now, some would blame Kevin McCarthy. They said that although they didn't pick the people that he wanted to be on the hearing, he should have at least put forth someone. And I agree with that. But that's neither here nor there because they probably were going to shut them down anyway. But this goes back to Michelle Obama and her fingertip right in the middle of all this. And you know what? If we had a fair justice society whereby people's feelings weren't hurt, they weren't offended, and they weren't always trying to throw up racism or genderism, Michelle Obama would be indicted or at least called before Congress and made to answer questions. But see, if they were to do that now, you would have people outside, I mean, protesting, oh, they're doing this to a black woman. Oh, they don't like her. As opposed to looking at the crime that she committed. As opposed to looking at the nefarious activities that she's done. But see, they can't do it now because of race and gender. So she gets to just go and do whatever she wants to do. But here on After Dark, Andrew, we're going to hold them all accountable. And we'll continue this on the other side of the break. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Michelle Obama and the Obama, Obamas, um, I would not be surprised if perhaps her and Barack Obama were a little jealous of Joe Biden at this point because he got more votes than Barack Obama ever got. He was able to keep the Senate, something that Barack Obama was not able to do. So uh, I wonder if uh, Joe Biden keeps getting all this 
positive press coverage, particularly towards the end of his run. Um, if you're going to see the Obamas maybe be a little more uh, passive aggressive towards the Bidens, because let's face it, they're egomaniacs. They do not want people thinking that Joe Biden was a better president than Barack Obama. Um, even I don't think that, but uh, particularly the Obamas don't want to think that. Well, guys, it's that time of the year again. If you're looking for a great gift for yourself, a friend, family member, look no further than HealthyCell.com. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. You can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save 25% off with the promo code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, and use the promo code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew after this short break. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Okay, folks, we're back again for the second half of After Dark Robin And I don't know if you guys noticed or not over the weekend, uh, something that took place uh, was almost like a... 30-year-old case where they were able to capture, I'm just looking at my notes here, the the Lockerbie, Lockerbie, Scotland. Uh, There's a, a bombing took place in 1988, and apparently it says that the Lockerbie bombing suspect in U.S. is in custody, Scottish authorities say. Abu Agala Mossad, a Libyan national, is accused of making the bomb that destroyed a Pan Am passenger plane over Lockerbie. Wow, Pan Am, I haven't heard that in a long time. 
in Overlockaby, uh, Scotland, on December 21st, 1988, all 259 people on board the Boeing 747, many of whom were Americans, were killed and falling debris killed 11 on the ground. Now, I bring that up now because I'm sure the media is going to try and prop this story up. Not that it isn't important, because this is important. But they're going to try again to change the narrative of the story of Brittany Grinder being exchanged for the merchant of death and say, but look at here, look at what happened. And this happened under Biden's administration. Don't be fooled, don't be deceived. The Brittany Griner exchange was horrible. Brittany Griner is nothing but a two-bit ball player who refused to stand for the national anthem when she was here in America. I know she's an American, but if you cannot appreciate the values of America, we don't need you here. And if she was one of the ones who said that she was going to leave America and not come back because Donald Trump was the president, okay, then she had left. She was in Russia. Good luck. But unfortunately, they decided to bring her back. Okay, so I'm just putting this out there because I know how deceptive the media is. They will try to change the narrative. And then the next thing you know, everybody's focusing in on this as opposed to focusing on, on something that really matters. This guy being captured is good. It's important because Americans' lives died. But we have an American that we left behind in Russia. We have Americans that we left behind during the failed withdrawal from Afghanistan where 13 soldiers lost their lives. And then Biden tried to go in and make a point, and then he killed 10 additional people, including children. He needs to be held accountable. Maybe they should take him to The Hague. I don't know. Yes, I said it. Doing one of his foreign overseas excursions, maybe he should be apprehended. Because he doesn't know what he's doing. And what's happening in this country right now is a result of Biden's failed policies that the media has you to believe is great and that it's working, but it isn't. You have Janet Yellen who says, oh, I might have missed the whole thing with the recession. I missed those numbers. Really? That's part of your job, you idiot. Oh, but she's a white woman, and they want woman in that space. I wonder why they didn't get a black woman to be there, because they probably knew that that job was a dead-end job, that you're doomed for failure. So let's just give it to a white woman, because she won't get as much flack as a black woman. These people are so messed up and screwed up in the head, it's not even funny. But she claims that she missed the whole thing with the recession. But you know what she didn't miss? She came out and said, you know, we might need to investigate and look at this deal that Elon Musk made when he bought Twitter. Because there are some foreign players involved here. and We need to see what that money looks like. Okay, fair enough. But why don't you look at Hunter Biden? Why don't you look at him being an agent for other foreign countries and he didn't follow the FISA? Why don't you look at that? The money that he got from Ukraine, from one of the Ukrainians, I mean, from Russia, well, from Ukraine also, but from Russia also, one of the mayor's wives gave him, I think about a million dollars or something. Why don't you look at his uh, interaction with China? When he knew that Biden was going to be pushing solar energy, he decided to work out a deal with China, who's using the resources from Africa to mine cobalt, which is needed for these energy panels that they're talking about. Why aren't you looking at that? You don't think that's necessary? And then we just learned over the weekend that Hunter Biden is getting ready to do another art show. And one of his works, they're looking at selling it close to like a million dollars. Why is it anyone thinking that this is important to investigate? But we need to investigate Elon Musk, the world's richest man. 
the man who gave us the electrical cars, and we love electrical cars. We want to get rid of energy. We want to get rid of gas. But now all at once, he's a purveyor of white supremacists. He's trafficking in racism. And on his side, oh man, racism is up, as Adam Schiff says. And so is homophobia and white supremacy. How could that be? He only He's only been at the helm for about two months and a half, a month and a half. Prior to that, you had all these radicals that were there that were trafficking in child pornography, porn. I mean, I told you, I get porn all the time. People are sending it to me. It's there. I guess that's free speech. But then child porn, child trafficking. Why is that even on Twitter? Why can't they shut that down? If they can shut down, they have the power to shut down the leader of the free world, a president. You can't shut down the porn that's on there. You can't get some algorithm. Maybe Joel Roth is into that. Let's just be honest here. You can shut down the president. You can take me off. You can take Andrew off and so many other conservatives because, as they say, it's the content. It's their content that we don't like. But you can leave the content of child traffickers. You can't develop an algorithm to weed that out. You can't develop these little work groups to discuss it and to weed that out. The FBI, the CIA, the DNC, they can't meet with you on a weekly basis to say what's going on here. I mean, where are their priorities? Why can't they make that paramount? Why can't they say, let's take this out? What Donald Trump is saying, we've already said that he's crazy. We're not going to listen to it. So why are we developing work groups to silence him and other conservatives and not work groups to protect the most vulnerable amongst us unless you don't want to protect them? Unless you want to give lip service to it, you want people to think you're, you're protecting them. But meanwhile, you don't care because you look at what they're teaching our kids in school about sexuality. You look at the American girl and they're telling the females that you can change. You can stop your uh, st stop going into what is it? Your, your puberty. You can stop that with hormone blockers and your doctors. Medical doctors can help you. Wow. Doctors who are supposed to, who swore the Hippocratic Oath to help the sick. But now they want to keep kids from going into puberty. They want to keep them from advancing to adulthood. So maybe Twitter, at the time, under Jack, wanted us to think that they were trying to protect the children. But in actuality, they wanted us to deliver our children to them. And that's the reason why Biden wants to start pre-K as early as one and three, so they can start the indoctrination. The same Biden whose daughter said that she's afraid to get in the shower, lest Biden gets in the shower. Now, that was in a diary. I didn't make that up. That's in a diary that's currently in the possession of the FBI or the CIA. They're one and the same. They're both nefarious actors. Oh, and I got to also throw in Homeland Security. They were also having meetings with big tech. I want to know who was at the meeting. And who authorized it? Because at the very top, since we're going to attack Jack Dorsey and say that he should have known what was happening with the shadow banning of conservatives, Christopher Ray should know if his underlings are going out having private meetings with big tech. Now, you might not know everything, but something of that, at that nature. And he can say, Jack Dorsey. I knew nothing about it. But once it was dripped out there, once it was put out there, 
because it's such a hot topic, you would think he would have gone back, as I said before, and got all of his direct reports, all the top guys, and say, what the heck is going on? I need to know. You mean to tell me he didn't do that? I used to work in corporate America. I had people reporting to me. And when I heard something that didn't sound right, I called all the top folks in and I said, tell me right now what's going on. I want to get in front of it. And then I would tell them if something should happen, you better make me aware of it because I don't want to be blindsided by it. I don't want someone to come and tell me and then I'm like, oops, I didn't know about it. You better make damn well sure that I know about any actions that are taking place that should not be taking place. That's the sign of a true leader. But if you just want to sit back and do nothing, like Samuel Blankman Freed, the guy over FTX, who had created this whole little uh, bedroom in their office space in Bermuda. The Bahamas, rather. I keep saying Bermuda, but it's the Bahamas. They all start with bees. <laughs> I mean, let's just think about this. You have these bad actors that get away with any and everything. No one wants to investigate. Maxine Waters even said herself, I don't see a need to investigate him. He hasn't done anything. He said he don't know. He doesn't know where the billion dollars went, so why waste our time? Well, maybe she's afraid of what we might find out because he gave her money. And he gave money to so many other people. He even gave money to the people who were doing the whole COVID outreach. Why is that? Well, because they want to make certain that you didn't know the truth about COVID, which is what Twitter was also doing. Look at how Twitter silenced Dr. Ba Dr. Badarachi, who came out and said, when we're going through this whole shutdown, that to sh uh, shut down the schools and keep kids out of school is very dangerous. Dr. J. Badaracha shut him down, said he was a bad actor, he was a bad player. Meanwhile, anyone with doctor, uh, kneeling at the foot of Dr. Frachi, oh, they praise him. Oh, he's great. Oh, look at what he's saying. What he's saying is so spot on, and we love it. But anything else to the contradiction? Oh, they shut it down, Twitter did. No one wants to come in and say, what happened? No one wants to investigate. You don't have the American Medical Association saying, why were you trying to censor one of our members who was speaking truth to power? Why? We also found out that Don, Don Bongino, who used to work for the CIA, he's now a media commentator, got his own podcast, came out and said that he felt that he was being censored, shadow banned. Jack Dorsey, no, you weren't. Uh-uh, that didn't happen. Even went to Jack and asked Jack, Jack directly, did this? No, it did not happen. Charlie Kirk. The same thing. He, and he, he even came out and said that Jack seemed so convincing when Jack told him, no, we don't shadow ban and you're not being shadow banned. Again, the top, at the top of the company, you would think Jack would have gone back and said, let me just look at the paper. Let me just call in my direct reports and find out what's going on. But he didn't do it. So anyone who came out and challenged anything about COVID, immediately they took it down. Who knows? Maybe Michelle has something to do with that since she didn't like Donald Trump. We know that Michelle Obama does not like the Trumps. But one, I think she's insecure. She's insecure that Melania looks extremely beautiful. And let's just be honest, Michelle doesn't. Let's just speak truth to power. Huh? I'm, not, I'm not saying she's like an ugly woman, but she's not a beauty queen. Okay. To yeah. each his own. Far from it.
Yeah, to each his own. I'm not going to go down the path that some people say, well, she's a man. I'm, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not going <laughs> I'm not going down that. And I think that's an insult to transgenders. I'm not going to do it. But as I've always said, when Melania was in the White House, you would think that Michelle would have reached out to her and said, look, this is going to be difficult, but hold your head up. Michelle couldn't even do that. Whereas Laura Bush did reach out to her and tell her, it's going to be difficult, but you can do it. Two different political parties. But well, now we know that the Bushes and the Obamas, they seem to be buddy buddies. I think Barack Obama's in his own little world because he's so conceited thinking that it's all about him while he's helping Biden destroy the country because Obama is in his basement in his uh, sweats calling the shots with Susan Rice, who's still on the Hill. It's interesting we haven't seen Susan Rice, but she's in the background. She's in the background. She's the puppet master saying, do this and do that. She's telling Ron Klein, the White House chief of staff, do this and do that. Right. Do you, think it's, do you think it's possible the Obamas are a little jealous of the Bidens or will get jealous of the Bidens? Because like I mentioned, Joe Biden did get more votes than Barack Obama ever got. He retained. <laughs> he was actually able to retain the Senate, something Barack Obama was not able to do. Uh, do you think that he is jealous of Joe Biden or do you think that he knows, well, the steel is in. That's how Joe got in. Joe's not actually doing anything, and people can see this. Uh, do you think he's not threatened by him? He's, he's not threatened by him because you have to remember, Joe did not maintain the Senate fair and square. They cheated. I don't care how many times people say, no, they didn't, because you look at the blue stage, you look at these people, they cheated. Right. Okay? Plain and simple. And history must reflect that. They cheated. That's it. Because that does not happen. Oh, they, they're, they're telling us that, oh, this, this hasn't happened since FDR. They want you to believe that lie. And the more they say it, they being the media, people will start to accept it as opposed to saying, this doesn't make any sense. We need to investigate. And if they investigate and if they say it is what it is, I'll accept it. But when you see from state to state the amount of money that went in to suppress the vote of conservatives, and then some will say, yeah, but the Democrats, they actually supported. They were putting money behind a lot of these uh, Republican candidates because they felt that they could beat them. Yeah, but in doing so, they were suppressing their voices. They were suppressing their voices. You go to these different states and you would see how they outspent conservatives. I mean, it was like like five to one, in some cases, 10 to one. And then the conservatives... They weren't able to get their voices out there. They were able to get their voices out there in the, on the uh, conservative networks. But again, Fox News is just one small network. We did our darnest to get the voices out there. But then you look at, when you think about it, when you look at supply, the supply and demand, and all you see is the left giving these individuals free advertisement constantly front and center. You go to some of these states, you were bombarded with all these messages from the left, the left candidate. That when you got to the polls, it's time to vote. You're looking at, I don't recognize any of these names. Now, we conservatives recognize it because we're watching Fox and we're listening to other right-wing networks, but the others weren't. And then they say, well, the independents, when you look at it, the ones who weren't talking about election deniers, you know, the ones who did election deniers, they lost, whereas the others didn't. Okay, you look at Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake would only bring that up when the question was put to her. Otherwise, she was attacking her opponent on the issues. So when I hear people say that, election deniers, I'm like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying that your statistics and your polls are showing you. But when you really look at it, who was saying they were election deniers? 
who was talking about being election deniers? Was it the candidate or was it the left wing media saying that they were election deniers? See, these are two different things that I don't think people are really looking at it. Now, sometimes the candidates would bring it up if they were asked the question or during the debates that some of the Democrats did decide to have, but the questions were always put to them. Do you believe Donald Trump won this? And it's like, what does it have to do with anything? Do you think back during the debate of 2020 how Donald Trump wanted to focus on the issues and you had people like Chris Wallace and all the others wanted to talk about white supremacists? It's like, wait, what does it have to do with it? Why don't you ask Joe Biden about Hunter Biden? What did he know? When did he know it? What did Joe Biden come out? Well, no, you got 50 intel, <clears throat> members of the intel community. They're saying that this is nothing but Russia disinformation. And that was all the media wanted. Now we know from the Twitter files that it wasn't Russia disinformation. Why haven't they gone to those 50 intel community members and said, do you still support the statement that you made? That's crucial. Do you still support that information? Because now we know it was flawed. It wasn't only flawed, it was a lie. Because the Hunter Biden story was real. Do you still stand by that statement? And if you do, how can you stand by that knowing that it was a lie? How can you, as an intel community, sign, put your, your signature on something that you know nothing about? And then you want to go out and tell us how we should act on the big stage, on the world stage? How can they? Now, I want to pick this up on the other side of the break because this is important. Because in my opinion, all of them should have their security clearance revoked, removed. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, very well said. You tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew on the America Out Loud iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan, a plan based on real science that responds to the real world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. So I was, when we went to break, I was talking about those 50 Intel individuals that signed their name to a document saying that the Hunter Biden story is Russia disinformation. We're now finding out from the Twitter leaks that it wasn't Russia disinformation and that you had people from the CIA, the FBI, 
Homeland Security and the DNC trying to suppress the truth. They didn't want this information out there. Now, I don't know who went to these 50 individuals, Intel community members, and said, hey, sign this. Was it someone in the FBI? Was it someone in the CIA? Was it Christopher Wray? Was it Bill Barr? Was it Barack Obama? We need to know who got to them and told them to sign this. We need to find out why did they even decide to inject themselves in the selection to say this, to give Joe Biden cover. Why did they do it? And of course, Joe was more than willing to mention it, that they supported him. Who told them this? And I hope the incoming Republican Congress gets to the bottom of this. And not only that, their security clearance should be revoked based upon the fact that they interfered with an election and they lied. And if they were to say, well, we didn't know, okay, but in your position, you should have known. It should be revoked. I don't want to hear any in-betweens. It should be revoked. I don't want anyone to say, yeah, but they're the top people. They give us all this information. They can't be so at the top if they're going to get something like this wrong. And it only takes one thing, one time to miscalculate. And you could cause major disaster. I'm sorry, Andrew. I don't know which, how you think about this, but I think that their security clearance, whatever they have, it should be revoked. We cannot forget about this. We have to constantly mention it. They should not be on TV. And if they're on TV, if they're on Twitter or social media, they should put a tag on what they're saying and say, please be reminded that this person lied or got it wrong about the Hunter Biden laptop. Since they want to put disclaimers on everything, every time they tweet, on social media platforms, they should always come with a disclaimer. Even when they're on TV, there should be a disclaimer that this person once said this. I, I think that's fair, Andrew. I, I don't think that that can't happen because then people we, we will be listening to them thinking that these are the top smartest people out there. Absolutely. And they're not. Absolutely, it's fair. I mean, we talked about uh, Alex Jones and how he has to pay back these Sandy Hook victims, and that's pretty much what he's defined by at this point. Um, he misreported and made up what a lot of people, or it was an awful lie about the Sandy Hook situation. But anyways, how this is connected is these reporters who've been so wrong all these years and who've been, just been making up lies, they should be treated the same way. They should be treated the same way. This this has to be done. Uh, I, I don't see any way around it because had they done their due diligence, they would not have fallen for this. But I don't even think they fell for it. I don't even think they did due diligence. They were just ready to jump in so that they could stop Trump. They wanted to give Biden ammunition. They knew that this was going to come up. And when Trump tried to bring it up, Chris Wallace, the now defamed Chris Wallace, who left Fox News and attacking them and saying, I, I can't survive there because of the way they are. Now, look at Fox News. Now, what do you think about yourself? You're trying to like appease the left, and look, they're attacking you. So now Chris goes to CNN, fake news CNN, which is still fake news, albeit they're saying that we're going to rebuild, we're going to move around. No, you're not, until you get rid of all these players. Yeah. Only then are you rebuilding. And you Only can't then are you serious? Go ahead, Andrew. You can't tell me this Hunter Biden laptop being suppressed did not affect the 2020 election and it how did. a lot of people voted. It absolutely did. This was like the biggest October surprise ever. I mean, Joe Biden was the big guy. Imagine if they would have gotten right into the laptop. 
the media would have actually done its job like the New York Post did and uh, reported everything that they found on the laptop originally. Uh, it was huge. And that was real. Um, Ashley Biden's diary, which she talked about showering with her father, um, that was uh, labeled as Russian disinformation. It turns out that was real because she's suing who has possession of it now. All these stories that the media so quickly comes out and labels Russian disinformation or just misinformation in general usually always ends up get to be proven true. So these companies and corporations like MSDNC, Fake News CNN, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all these other uh, companies that do the censoring and basically are a propaganda arm for the DNC. They need to be held accountable for their lies. I'm absolutely with you. I'd love to see that anytime Don Lemon tweets, it should say propagandist underneath his name or something like that. Yep, it, it should. And Elon Musk should consider that. They should say, this is propaganda. Since they're always wanting to blitz whatever a conservative says, this is propaganda. And it's not. As they say, a conspiracy uh, theory is always is always conspiracy until it's proven to be true. And in every instance, everything that we have said has proven to be truthful, plain and simple. But they don't want to see it that way. You look at this whole controversy over uh, Trump meeting with Kanye and what he said about the Constitution. And look at how much traction that got on both the left and the right. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, what did he say? Oh, my God. Oh, why did he meet? Why did he meet with him? Meanwhile, Barack Obama met with Farrakhan, met with all these other people. Joe Biden is in negotiations with uh, Venezuela, Maduro. That's more damaging than Trump meeting with some flunky Kanye West. But because they felt that, well, the, the right they really thought Kanye was like the man because he was coming out calling us all out. So now we're going to prove to them, but he's not. He's just an artist. Forget about him. Yeah, but glad... Biden taking money from Venezuela, possibly Iran, from Saudi Arabia, whom right. they said killed Americans, part of 9-11? Really? And I'm you glad... going to make light of that? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because the media and uh, Democrats in general, they act like President Trump is best friends with Kim Jong-un and they're so buddy-buddy. But if you remember, President Trump did not come to a deal with North Korea because North Korea would not uh, agree to President Trump's uh, conditions. So President Trump, while he gets this reputation that he was friends with Kim Jong-un, he did not enrich the company or enrich the country like Joe Biden is currently doing in Venezuela by easing restrictions and now purchasing oil from them. This is a bad, bad guy, Maduro, down there in Venezuela. And Joe Biden's doing business with him. Uh, Donald Trump tried to come to a deal with North Korea, but it never happened. He walked away from the table because the deal wasn't right for the United States of America. It wasn't right for the United States of America. But, of course, the media doesn't see it that way. They want to make him out to be a bad guy. So when I hear these little stories about uh, Trump loyalists, they're mad at Trump because he met with uh, with Kanye, with Ye, and with this white supremacist, and this guy, he's anti-Semitic, and they're mad about this, and they're going to question what he's done, and they're questioning – well, they question everything. And again, this just goes back to what I was saying, how they make a mountain out of a molehill. One little thing Trump does, and they want to magnify it, whereas Joe Biden – Stumbling over his words, confusing things, doesn't remember anything, got this bad deal 
a bad deal. We should still be talking about Afghanistan and right. how we left Afghanistan. This is like the, soldiers. This is like the new Charlottesville, right? This uh, yeah, dinner with uh, Kanye yep. and Nick Fuentes. They're like, oh, but he met with a, a racist and an anti-Semite. Uh, it's just much like, to do about like nothing. Comment on Charlottesville. Yeah, it was absolutely nothing. If they did just listen to his full um, speech in context, it would have made a lot more sense than just the very fine people on both sides when they tried to jump all over that, acting like he was hyping up white supremacists uh this kanye uh dinner really is like the new charlottesville well as you said andrew the context and see that's the other problem because they don't want to put it into context they will explain away everything that joe does like when joe said when he was in ukraine well we'll go to war we'll defend uh ukraine we'll do this they say wait a minute are you saying that there's going to be world war three he said the same thing with china if they go to taiwan we're going to go to war. we're going to defend wait a minute we need to backspin that and you had media outlets on both sides trying to wordsmith and explain away what joe said whereas when you look at what trump said you didn't have to explain it away you didn't have to wordsmith it just play the full statement but they didn't do it the same way Twitter under Jack Dorsey refused to show the tweets whereby Trump said, go home. We don't want this on either side. He made a video and they took it down. Now, we know now that they didn't kick him off because of that. They kicked him off because Michelle Obama had been saying, take him down, take him down. And so many others on the left. So they made the decision with Yoel Roth and Vijaya God to just to remove Trump. Because of his content, because he's becoming too powerful. And you know what, Andrew? The same time they took him down, they took me down, and they took you down. You should be proud of yourself, Andrew. You should really be proud of yourself because you got as much weight, your tweets have as much weight as former President Trump. Now, I'm not going to say you tweet as good as he tweet, and neither do I. But, hey, we got taken down the same time he did for content. So we should be proud of ourselves because we stood up. For our beliefs, we stood up for the American way. We wanted the truth out there. We would not back down. We weren't going to fall for anything, as you always say. We were going to stand for something. And because of it, we were removed. We were taken down at the same time as President Trump. It's just unfortunate we haven't been brought on at the same time as he's been brought on. Because I'm telling you, if we were, I would be talking about this right now. And some of you was probably say, well, why haven't they? I thought Elon Musk was going to. Well, you know what I'm finding out now? That there are still bad actors in Twitter. There's still some bad players. There's still people that are controlling. That he's still working his way through trying to get at them the same way he got rid of James Baker when he realized that James Baker was keeping information from Mike Taibbi when he told Matt, print the information. Here it is. James Baker was back probably staying late at night burning the midnight oil okay let's redact this and let's redact this let's take this out let's take that out because i'm sure the fbi the cia someone in homeland security the dnc barack obama's camp probably through susan rice had a direct door into james baker and telling him make certain that these tweets don't go out give them just enough and if, if you look at it, they're giving us just a lot to suspect and to connect the dots, but no names from the CIA or the FBI have been mentioned. Why is that? 
I want names. I want to know who all the nefarious players are. We can handle it. And if we can't, by God, we need to start handling it. If our poor children have to sit in school and learn about gay sex, learn about transgenderism, certainly we as adults can accept the fact and the names of the people who were acting maliciously and nefariously to bring down this country through silencing free speech. Surely, we have the guts to stomach that if our children have to listen to something that they don't understand at all, and then they go home completely confused. We should be able to accept what's coming down the pipeline. And if Barack Obama's name is on it, then Barack Obama needs to be indicted. But we know that won't happen because we have judges that are woke on both the left and the right side. You know, I often think back, I'm like, man, because I had thought about going to law school. I'm like, wow, you know, I, I should have. And it's never too late. But I'm comfortable where I am now because I would stick with the law and I would look at the case and I would call balls and strikes. I wouldn't waver. And if Barack's name, Barack Obama's name came up, I would say, I'm sorry, we're going to hear this case. And not only that, I would go as far as to write editorial pieces. And I would shape it such that people would be aware and they would be known that this is where I stand, that the country is falling down and it is because of our elected officials, leaders at the very top. You might not like what a person is saying or how they're saying it, but if they're speaking the truth, so be it. And I say that a lot of times about Trump. Maybe his delivery wasn't the best. Maybe he wasn't eloquent. But by God, he loved this country, and he was right on point compared to Barack Obama, who's always mm and on, and Joe Biden oming and on. But they'll say, oh, well, he has a speech impediment, as opposed to just saying Joe Biden is suffering from dementia. Joe Biden has Alzheimer's. Joe Biden is an old – he just turned 80, right? He's an old 80-year-old. I mean, I know people right now who are in their 90s who are on spot. Remember John McCain's mom? She was like 95 or something years old. She was still driving. But look, Donald Trump, he's like 74 and he's still working on all cylinders. Now, Diane Feinstein, she's, uh, I think she's in her 80s and she's not working on all cylinders. And we don't know where the hell she is. She's hidden. We have not seen her. Like I said, she's probably in some nursing home somewhere. And as you said, Andrew, having her diaper changed. Why aren't people saying, where's Diane Feinstein? How are votes still being carried out and she's not there? Who's signing on her behalf? Nancy Pelosi. The other day, Biden gave this big dinner. We spoke about this at the White House. Remember, he invited the French president. And you had all these big wheelers and dealers out there, people from the media. They were there, you know, just doing something they shouldn't be doing. And then most recently, they had the Kennedy uh, Awards. And Diane Feinstein showed up with her husband, Paul, who had on a fedora hat and I think gloves. I think he had the hat on because he was trying to hide the bandages. And he had a glove on because he was trying to hide the, the bruise marks on his hand. Now, I don't know why we have not gotten access to what happened on that fateful night. Yeah, they're desperately trying to hide what happened, yeah. it seems like to me. And, and why? I mean, if the guy was living 
an alternative life, so what? Democrats do it all the time. No biggie. But we deserve to know the truth. Why hasn't anyone filed for Freedom of Information Act and say, we want this information? Had this been someone in Trump's orbit, had this been Mitch McConnell, had this been Kevin McCarthy, if Kevin McCarthy's wife goes out and does anything like this, what you bet that information would be front and center. But for some reason, we can't find it on our old Nancy. I want the information. I want to know what happened. I want to know the connection. We haven't even heard from the guy who was charged who's in jail. Is he still in jail? Have they taken him out? Have they killed him? We do know that had this been a Clinton situation, he would be gone. And speaking of Clinton, have you seen, Andrew, the horrendous car riding singing that she, Hillary, and Chelsea, what they're doing? Have you seen that? I, I have not. Oh, my God. Google it. It's hilarious. They're trying to sing all these upbeat women's songs and Chelsea, she's screeching. She has someone in the back, a black woman who's screeching. And then Clinton is on the companion side, completely tone deaf, completely sounding horrible. And I'm like, oh, my God, these people will never go away. Well, I think one thing for certain, we don't have to worry about her running for the presidency because her name hasn't even been mentioned. It was earlier on, but now it's more so Gavin Newsom. And I think if anything, if someone runs, he'll run. But the way it looks now, Andrew, I think Biden is going to be a shoe-in. With the, if, unless he dies or you know goes has something you know, completely medically wrong, right. I think that you know because of all these false wins that he's gotten, that the media has given to him, because he hasn't gotten any of this on his own. It's all false. I mean, we're up against the time. I can go on and on and on. We started again, but you know we got to go. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, I was going to say. Let's face it. He could have something go medically wrong, and the Democrats would still put him in office again. So I think uh, he's here to stay um, in the twenty twenty four election at least. Hopefully, we can run someone to beat him. Hopefully, it's President Trump. But that remains to be seen. We're all out of time, as Rob said. Thank you all for tuning in once again on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or a thumbs up if you can, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>